0: Same ground, different sound. You're on homo ground. This is Scantron with episode 257. Homo Ground submissions are now open, so if you want to get your music featured on the podcast, now is your chance. Head over to homoground.com/submissions to get the latest updates. Head over to our Patreon at patreon.com/homoground. I've got more updates at the end of this episode, so stick around for that. But for now, please enjoy the words and music from Allie of Nashville, Tennessee.
1: Same ground, different sound. You're on homo ground. This is Ollie from Stockton, New Jersey, and I identify as a pansexual, gender neutral. I grew up in Stockton, New Jersey. It's a really small rural town on the Delaware River. It's kind of biggest claim to fame is that we're pretty close to where Washington crossed. I grew up in a more divided area. People would go to Pride in Pennsylvania, but there would also be people who fly the Confederate flag where I went to high school and everything in high school, I wasn't the best place to come out, uh, for a lot of reasons. Uh, one of them was there weren't a lot of people who were out. Uh, I probably knew like definitely finger counting amount of people who were LGBT and all of them were in the closet and not really outspoken about it. I think everybody was kind of in that zone. Like it's kind of a toss up. We're not really sure. Uh, what to do and it just kind of spread to me and I was like okay like I definitely like girls but I'm gonna hold off on that um so I waited till uh my senior year when I had transferred out and gone to boarding school and I was 200 miles away from my parents uh before I told them and I was like hey I am pansexual and they're like okay that's fine were you scared to tell us and I was like yeah and they were like okay cool um so my parents took it very well And then uh, within that high school as well, it was the first time I had met somebody who was non-binary, not a boy or a girl. And it took me a really long time to kind of understand that because of just where I grew up. And there wasn't really any classes about that in my high school. Like nobody really educated us on that. And so I'd met them and I was like, oh my gosh, like, what are you? And I'm sure I bothered the heck out of them with questions and everything. But I was so curious, because what they talked about was just something I thought I felt because I was bi. And I still felt that pressure after coming out of being something other than that. I just felt so uncomfortable in my skin. And like, I knew that I wasn't a girl. Like, I had known that for a long time. I just thought that it was just something weird and kind of wrong with me. And that as I would get older, I would feel more in my skin. And I didn't. And when this person told me how they were feeling, I was like, wow, there's a word for that. Realizing that there was a community of people that had a word for something that I could be, and it felt right. It took me, I think, like two, three years to kind of come to terms with that and uh, start making the steps into coming out to my parents. And uh, they had been so supportive of me coming out to them as pansexual. That I was like, okay, I don't think it's going to be that big of an ideal. but I was really nervous. So I told them first, I think my sophomore year of college, I was like 21 years old, I think. And they took it okay. Like they didn't really know exactly what non-binary meant or gender neutral men. And it was really, really hard to explain because they're a little bit older. But I tried my best and they loved me and they wanted to show support, even though it was kind of like an unknown support of like, we don't understand, but like whatever makes you happy is cool with us. Just like whatever Uh, doesn't affect the farm. And so uh, I then was like, okay, I got to come out to my friends. And I had this whole plan in place of waiting, of telling my professors first and then telling my friends, because uh, I wanted my professors to call me by they and them pronouns so nobody kind of got confused. I sent an email out to them. An email I got back was, hey, they and them isn't proper grammar. And I was like, okay, I just came out. Do you mind? Uh, but I immediately was like, well, Webster just freaking said it was. And so they just kind of quieted down and were like, we support you, whatever. And then one of my professors accidentally mentioned it during class and somebody in class had heard and then came up to me afterwards in front of a lot of people and started immediately asking me what I was. And it was very confrontational and it was, and I'm sure like they really only had the best intentions of mine. So like no hard feelings there, but I came out just immediately. I was like, okay, like, I guess now is the sign because I can't lie anymore. And so I told everybody that day and most people were like, okay with it. It's been three years since then. And now as a 22 year old gender neutral pansexual adult, I am way more feminine looking than androgynous looking. So it's really hard for a lot of people to not really go off physicality, I guess, because people still get my pronouns wrong and everything. It sucks. I've been out for a while, and like I've been kind of waiting for my friends to get it before I start kind of waiting for my family to. But, you know, being non-binary is something that feels new to people. It's not necessarily new. And when I don't really fit the stereotype that's out there, as somebody who's androgynous or somebody that looks like they could go either way, It's hard for people to remember, I guess. So as an adult, I still face those things a little bit, but that's like a little bit about how I grew up and how I came out.
2: You're chasing ghosts slow Turning on dusty lights to see you Standing there You can't live with them. Trying to be where you were Four years ago And you're still wearing her perfume Why are you sleeping in her clothes? But she's not holding you And you're still minister
0: Today's episode is sponsored by Pride Counseling, an online talk therapy platform for the queer community. Sign up for a free trial and get matched with a therapist in 24 hours for phone, email, or video chat therapy. You don't even need to leave your house. And you're not just helping yourself, you're helping us too. Visit www.homoground.com therapy to get your free trial now. So my next single
1: is called Past Life and it's going to be out on May 8th. The inspiration of the song was uh, the partner that I had. They were like the biggest and most sudden love I've ever like come across. And he was just this all encompassing figure. And I was just like, I had loved him since the moment I saw him. And it was just like, such an easy thing to do. It was just like tracing something that was always there or like one of those like one, two, three drawing pads that like really worked. And uh, what I wanted to do was kind of write about that. And um, I came across like past lives and being like, okay, like maybe I had loved him like in years prior. And I kind of really liked the idea of whatever era we were born into, we would find each other and love each other. And it's kind of the first triumphant love song I've written. And it's also was a huge turning point in which genre I wanted to do, meaning it's kind of a big departure from any music that's been released prior to this by me, uh, because that was uh, more produced by other people. And this is just my production, my arrangement and who I am. And I thought my next step as a writer was to take control of all of it and just make sure that it was my voice coming through. And I was so lucky to be around such amazing, talented friends that I kind of got to lasso my friend Michael Edwards in to co-produce it. He's been my best friend since uh, freshman year of college. And I was just like, this is going to be the perfect team up. And it ended up being that. So we created this awesome dance ballad that's both really personal to me and I think has a really awesome universal message about just like, Love and just like finding that big, intense moment in your life and just living in it.
2: So a we'll man speed up your world. Since the day we met, it's been ancient history. And I know, and I know you wanna keep it right. Would it be alright if I just say, I think I knew you?
1: advice that I would give to queer and gender nonconforming kids living in small conservative towns. I don't get to talk about this often and I love this. So hopefully I can get it right. But I would say what's helped me is getting my validation from actual facts because people will tell you and use the excuse that non-binary is so new when it's just new to them. For example, a lot of communities or Native American communities have had other words for non-binary. For example, there's something called a two-spirited person, and it's another understanding of it, and it's been around for hundreds of years. Another thing would be is people like, oh, well, it's not natural. Well, like, get your validation from actual facts and be like, hey, listen, there's actually like a community of lesbian lizards in Arizona that have evolved past needing a man because they just grow genitalia when they want to procreate, so... It actually is pretty natural compared to something like that in my experience, which that is also natural, but you know, small steps. My other thing would be finding uh, specific support. And by that, I mean, finding stories that are like you. So first off, I would go on the internet and just start randomly searching things. Like I remember when I hit my peak of being like, okay, I'm definitely not a girl. What do I do? And I just went on the Google search bar. I was like, I'm not a boy or a girl. What am I? And I just pressed enter and just kind of took out from there. And I found a lot of really cool things about it and really found some cool representations of media of what that is. Like I actually found this book called Jacob Tobias Sissy this last year. It's about a non-binary person who is just amazingly successful. And it's a true story. And it's the first time I personally saw a non-binary person In media, and that really made me feel empowered. So, get your validation from something online if you can't do it in your physical space, because there's a world out there that it's so much bigger than your small town. And if you don't have the means now to do it, you will at some point. You have college, and if you don't have college, you have friends and you will make friends and you will find a way out, and you don't have to stay where you are. And also, you don't have to come out in any way other than what makes you comfortable. That's another huge one. You don't have to know the end game of your gender identity yet. You don't have to say anything to anyone. And when you do, and if you do come out to your friends, You do not have to be any type of token. You do not have to take up any space that does not fit you. You don't have to be the gay best friend. You don't have to wear a dress if you don't feel like it. You don't have to wear a pantsuit. That's the amazing thing about our community and where we're at and just society as today is that you don't have to fit any mold. And that is your freedom. And that is where you will be able to do it. And just take solace in the fact that someday you will get there and the small steps you take now will get you there no matter how small. Whether it is just sending an email out to your professors or just listening to another person's story or just going across the river to a uh, New Hope Pride. The only thing that you owe to anyone and you will ever owe to anyone is the integrity to be yourself. And that takes time, even as an adult. But you'll find it.
0: To find direct links to Ali's website and social media, head over to homoground.com slash episode 257. Shout out to our Patreon supporters who help us make this podcast possible. Special thanks goes to Brian Shields, Michael Bacon, Ashley Amon, Willard Joyce, D. Corey, Lucenti, Thomas Kula, David Aduci, Kim Baglieri, Joseph Martin, Lucy, Lynn Thomas, Joseph Jones, Aaron McGregor, and Marino Benedetto. If you want to hear your name shouted out at the end of an episode, head over to homoground.com Patreon and support us if you can. If you want to get your music featured on Homo Ground, you can fill out our application form at homoground.com submissions. We also have a Homo Hang coming up, which is just a virtual hangout for the Homo Ground community on Sunday, May 17th for International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia. We'll have some featured speakers and also some special guests that have been featured on the podcast, including Lane Moore, Milo Choi, and Sinzir. So it's a great chance to come and talk to some of the musicians that you've heard on the episode. To find out more information on how to access that hangout, go to homoground.com slash May Another thing that you'll start seeing in the episode notes are transcriptions. If you go to Milo's episode homoground.com slash episode 256, you'll see the whole interview has been transcribed and is in the episode page. So this is something we've been wanting to do for a long time. It takes a lot of time and energy to do it but it's very important because it's another way to make ground more accessible. We're hoping to be able to transcribe our back catalog of interviews. I think there's about 25 episodes to go back and do. So yeah, it's definitely not a quick task. So by supporting us on our Patreon, you really, really help us make this project possible. That helps us compensate our volunteers who are helping out with the transcriptions. Luckily, Queer Public Podcast has an account to a transcription software, and they've let use that so big shout outs to queer public if you haven't checked out their podcast go to queerpublic.org and listen to those episodes they're great and other than that i guess those are the big announcements it's been really cool having submissions reopen again we've been getting lots of applications coming in listening to tons of new music and so you'll start to see more episodes coming out more frequently so it's really exciting I'm super motivated and And I think I really need this distraction during this time. So thank you for sharing your music with us. And if you're just joining us for the first time, you're in luck because we have over 250 episodes for you to listen to. And everything is on homoground.com, our brand new website. Let us know if there are any features or content that you want to see on there. We're still working on it. Right now we're focused on getting the past interviews that we've done up there and having episode notes for each interview. So it's um, a slow process, but we're knocking it out little by little. All right. So I guess that's it. And we'll see you next time. Bye.